welcome everyone to the Ditch the Struggle podcast. I'm your host, Alana Rosso. I'm a graphic designer and career and success coach who knew I could do better, but kept falling short of where I wanted to go. And now after years of exploring personal and career development, business, money mindset, and energy work, I'm here to tell you that yes, you can move from stuck and defeated to empowered and confident. Ready to dive in? Awesome. Together, let's ditch the struggle. Hello, and welcome back to Ditch the Struggle. It's Alana, and today we are going to dive into our why, the why we do things, but I want you to be prepared for a bit of a twist. We hear a ton about our whys in personal development and business building, that idea that you need to be deeply, deeply connected to your why. Why are you wanting to build that product? Why do you want to write that book? Why do you want to become a coach? Why, 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 right? So many whys. And I'm actually wondering if sometimes, not always, we need to kick the why to the curb. So hear me out here. Earlier this week, I was having lunch with a couple of my favorite people and was explaining to my friends and my friend's mom specifically this podcast that I'm working on. And she kind of knew what podcasts were and kind of didn't. It was really cute. She, she was trying to understand. She has a Spotify account. And so my friend and I were explaining that, you know, you can search by topic and listen to these audios. And she and she said, well, that seems like a lot of work to create one. And I said, yeah, it is. And then she asked with genuine curiosity, so no judgment. So what is the point of doing it? Because you don't really make any money, right? And what's the point? And I was like, yeah, well, I think it's really important to share stories and share knowledge. And this is all true. And I also caught myself thinking, yeah, um, why am I doing this? And within <laughs> within 24 hours, I'm sending messages to Sue. Um, Sue is a lovely human that is helping me edit, produce, and create this podcast. Could not be doing it without her. I'm sending her messages like, okay, Sue, it's totally normal to not know why I'm doing this and to want to quit and just give up on the whole thing and just toss everything into the garbage and to question everything. That's totally normal. And of course, I know it's normal because those fears are popping up like freaking whack-a-moles, right? And you got to whack them down. But I was having my moment, had to vent. Um, and of course, she assured me that, yes, it's it's normal and to keep going. She's a natural cheerleader, the type of person that cheers you on without like being annoying about it. It's it's amazing. So I decided to connect back to a moment I had years ago listening to a podcast. I think it was a podcast or maybe an audio training by Kate Northrup. She is a coach and her big messages um, make a life, not just a living. She's also the author of an excellent book called Money, A Love Story. Highly, highly recommend it. Um, so on this podcast, we'll just call it that. She asked a very simple question. She said, what do you have to say? Six simple words. And with those words, I felt sucker punched. I was emotional. I was deeply, deeply affected. To be honest, I can't really pinpoint why those words resonated with me. But I knew I had things to say and I wasn't saying it. I was not saying it. And while I don't like to generalize, I do think there's a couple things at play here. So I think one is that it's really common with graphic designers to not speak up. We naturally hang back, lay low, and often give up on saying things because 
at the end of the day, we don't make a lot of calls. Maybe if you're the art director or the creative director, but you don't always get to have your vision come to life. And you are very much a producer and in a producing role. So sometimes it just feels like not worth it to say anything. I also think in my family, what I said in many conversations and at times, especially during the tumultuous times, was not really valued or listened to. And I just started giving up on saying anything. So whatever happened, somewhere along the line, I really started to stay silent. So a combination of things. And I have felt for a while that I need to say things and that also a lot of other people need to say things that they are not saying. And I really needed to hear this question at this particular time years ago. Now let's cut to 2019. And I'm doing a presentation at Design Thinkers, a design conference in Toronto. And I'm on stage speaking to over a thousand people on leading a creative career with confidence. I'm up there speaking, saying what I felt I needed to say and what others might need to hear. It was a really huge accomplishment for me personally. And it was also scary AF, like really, really scary, but I did it and I didn't barf, which was literally my worst nightmare. I'm someone who gets over-emotional, over-stressed, over-tired, and I will just barf. And so that was legitimately my biggest fear. So yay, didn't do that. Preparing for that experience, I found myself once again connecting to that question that Kate Northrup asks, what do you have to say? And so I actually wrote her a DM, and here is what I wrote. Dear Kate, a note of gratitude from something you said 10 years ago. I've been a longtime fan, listener, supporter, and wanted to share a little story about something you said probably a decade ago. Your words, which were so simple, really changed my life. I can't even remember what I was listening to, a podcast interview maybe, but I had my headphones in and you said this, what do you have to say? And with those words, I cried. I felt in that moment I was not expressing myself and much of my depression, anxiety, and challenges in life stemmed from being silent and dismissing my value as a potential speaker and coach. It was a profound moment and a seed was planted. Cut to 2019 and I'm preparing a presentation to speak at Canada's largest graphic design conference. I'm reviewing my notes right now, overprepared for the win, and I once again remembered your words. No doubt it was because the last part of my presentation ends with a call to action, say more. It was, is my message to all the creatives, designers out there to speak up and be authentic, no matter how hard it can be. Of course, me speaking on the stage that day was my say more moment, and it was a dream come true. I believe I was able to manifest speaking at this conference in large part because of that seed you planted so many years ago. So thank you, and may this be a reminder that because you've had the courage to say what you have to say, a domino effect of authenticity has been quietly transpiring over here in Canada. And so today, inspired by Kate Northrup, I ask you, what do you have to say? What do you have to create? What do you have to write? What do you have to paint? What do you have to draw? What do you have to build? What do you have to put out into the world? Maybe stop questioning why you need to do that thing, write that story, or paint that canvas, and just do. Go do the thing you want to do and trust that the desire to do it is reason enough to share it with the world. See you next time, everyone.
Thank you for joining me today on Ditch the Struggle. You showing up here means so, so much to me. To dig deeper into the topics discussed today and to learn about my work, visit alanarosa.com. And don't forget to download your free resources while you're there. And if this episode resonated with you, please share with others who also want to ditch the struggle. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review, and let me know what you'd like to see more of on this podcast. And before I go, I want to leave you with my three favorite ways to ditch the struggle. Be your own best advocate, take baby steps for the win, and forget about a linear career path. It's overrated and you are doing just fine. See you next time.